Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. If you're asking, did I learn anything new from the January 6th hearings that I watched yesterday? I watched it so you don't have to because I love you, Boo Bear. Don't ever forget that. The answer is no. No, I did not. I learned nothing new from Representative Luria of Virginia. The motorcade waited at the White House for more than 45 minutes before being released. The committee is also aware that accounts of the angry confrontation in the presidential SUV have circulated widely among the Secret Service since January 6. Recent disclosures have also caused the committee to subpoena yet further information from the Secret Service, which we've begun to receive and will continue to assess. The committee is also aware that certain Secret Service witnesses have now retained new private counsel. We anticipate further testimony under oath and other new information in the coming weeks. After the Secret Service refused to take President Trump to the Capitol, he returned to the White House. What you see on the screen is a photo of him inside the Oval Office immediately after he returned from the rally, still wearing his overcoat. A White House employee informed the President as soon as he returned to the Oval about the riot at the Capitol. Let me repeat that. Within 15 minutes of leaving the stage, President Trump knew that the Capitol was besieged and under attack. I'm sorry, I don't think that's new information. I don't think it's new information that Trump didn't move fast enough to stop the riot at the Capitol. I don't think that's new information. Why is it being presented in prime time? Two hours I watched. The only thing that got me through it was a very fantastic Davidoff cigar. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I've got people telling me on Twitter that Trump needs to be arrested and charged accordingly. I have no idea with what. Dereliction of duty? Does, do, do, do people pretend that this show lives in a vacuum? If you had listened to this program... From the very beginning, you would have heard two things. Number one, Trump didn't move fast enough on January 6th. He should have stopped the riot. He should have protected the vice president. That's the job. He didn't do it. I believe he was wrong. I said so at the time. I've said so since then. And number two, if you had listened to this show at all, if the Democratic Party had taken five minutes to catch their breath, instead of screaming impeachment and screaming insurrection, they would have realized that the thing they could impeach on was dereliction of duty. And they could have gotten Republican votes on that. Could have happened. But no, the Democratic Party always overplays their hand, plays into the realm of the ridiculous and the absurd, And that's exactly what these hearings are. Two things can happen simultaneously. I can state that Trump was wrong and not worry about anybody who yells at me. I'm talking about not handling the the riot at the Capitol. Did he incite an insurrection? Of course not. You've never gotten me to believe that. I don't believe it to this day. He didn't stop what was happening at the Capitol when he had the opportunity to much earlier, hours earlier, and that's on him. He was wrong. 
he was wrong. I can even state that there were problems with the 2020 election. I've been very clear that I, if I was in, in Pennsylvania, would not have certified that election result. The judicial branch usurping the authority of the legislative branch, changing the rules for how an election was run when that is clearly the purview of the legislative branch. I, the, all of the electoral votes of Pennsylvania should not have counted. But that's on the Pennsylvania level. On the state level, once they get certified and they go to Congress, Mike Pence has got an option. He doesn't. There was no mechanism. Please, please. You want to argue this? You're more than welcome to throw at me whatever you like. There was no mechanism. Pence is a traitor. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. That's just nonsense. I think there were issues in Georgia. I think there were issues in Arizona. I agree there were issues. I also agree that Trump lost. Because the issues were not handled in a timely manner. If you say to me, well, look at all the courts that said nothing happened here, nothing happened there. No, 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 no. Multiple courts refused to take the case. Refusing to take the case is not the same as nothing happened. That's simply two different things. Whether you like it or not is inconsequential to the fact that it is indeed two different things. But the Republicans should have been playing offense in July, August, September, October, November. When everyone was talking about, oh, it's COVID, we have to have this mail-in balloting, they should have been fighting, they should have been suing, they should have been on full-on attack. It should have been a full-on attack. from the Republican Party on this onslaught, the real attack that came from the Democratic Party saying, screw election integrity. You got beat. Now it's time to grow up and make sure you don't get beat again. One man's take. I can appreciate that there are problems. I can appreciate that there are issues. I can appreciate that I don't have any trust in the Democratic Party when it comes to running elections. These people don't even believe in voter ID. But the fight was supposed to take place in May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and it didn't. You got beat. You got outplayed. That's what happened. Trump could have stopped the riot. Trump did not incite a riot. This is my take. I will defend my take. We have been discussing this so long that when I watched the hearings yesterday, I couldn't figure out who was surprised by what it is that they saw, what it is that they heard, that you had multiple people begging Trump to, to, to step in, whether it be from Fox News or whether it be from uh, his, his own family, and, and, and he didn't. We already knew this. This was nothing new. Might have been new to somebody. Might have been new to somebody. You know, might be new to some people that there were these outtakes when he was making videos and he didn't want to say, you know, he didn't want to say certain things about losing the election or the election's over. He, he didn't want to say those things. I think that all fits into the kind of, of, of mind Trump has, the kind of person Trump 
is. And yes, I accept that there's a massive ego at play there who has never thought he's done anything wrong a day in his life. I also accept the fact that his policies are better off for me, my family, and for America. I'm better off with Donald Trump than without Donald Trump. I, 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 don't, I don't think there's a debate there. Trump policies are better than Biden policies. Trump philosophies are better than Biden philosophies. I can, I can say these things. Two things can be true at the same time, as I said. And while I say this about Trump, allow me to say something else that's true. These hearings are ugly and un-American and altogether gross. They're gross. You have just absolutely, positively, um, no no actual American point of view here. This is retribution at play. This is Stalinist in, in its mentality and its, in, its creation. It just doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. The idea that this is somehow valuable and American and thank goodness it's happening. This is how do we attack somebody who's no longer in office? I know. And they do this. And they do it proudly. They think they're decent. Liz Cheney thinks she's decent. I think that is, I think that's reprehensible. I think she's reprehensible. I think this is one of the many reasons why she is 22 points behind in the latest polling in Wyoming. And the primary comes up next month. Jamie Raskin, Democrat from Maryland, sits on this committee who challenged the election of Donald Trump in 2016, and he is going to sit in judgment of Trump and the wanting to challenge the election results in 2020? Come on. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And this is some big-ass corruption. Some ugly, ugly stuff. Shameful. So no, I am not going to look upon these people and say they're doing some good work. I'm on my Facebook page. Um, I, I Someone let me know, I've fallen to the unabashed propagandist category when it comes to Trump. So no surprise, you're smearing the hearings. That's what hacks do. Oh, good Lord. Well, as long, as long as I'm getting called a hack, the hearings are despicable, run by despicable people who are in the business of revenge. It's an absolutely un-American thing that is happening here. Republicans did go to put people on the original committee, and it was Nancy Pelosi who said those people are unacceptable. She's going to decide who's unacceptable? These people were duly elected by their, by their constituents. They're absolutely acceptable. Weren't acceptable to her, so the whole thing became a sham. And now they're proving it every single day. Anybody who favors this committee is questionable. You don't need a committee to think that Donald Trump acted inappropriately. 
The committee is there to try and put an air of professionalism upon this while avoiding the bigger subjects. Explain the egregious breach of security. Explain the egregious lack of security. Things we would actually want to know. They don't even try. They don't even have an interest. They did two things in the first 15 minutes of that committee hearing that made me say, I'm done. Number one, Benny Thompson, the chairman, said that the those who engaged in the riot killed police officers. That did not happen. Officer Brian Sicknick died the next day of natural causes based on the uh, autopsy and other reporting, and I, I should argue other reporting, the reporting that's been out there, and did not die from any injuries suffered on January 6th, including those injuries claimed by the New York Times that never occurred, like, for example, being hit by a fire extinguisher. Didn't happen. And yet the committee lied about it. Then the committee played video of Donald Trump saying, we're going to go to the Capitol. But they edited out where he said, we're going to protest peacefully. Does a committee worth its salt lie about those two things? You've got enough on Trump to show that he didn't move fast enough. He didn't act fast enough. He should have stopped the riot. You've got enough. But no, you needed to lie. You lied without anybody being able to say, I object. You lied without anybody else being able to bring a rebuttal. That is cheap. That is cowardly. That is un-American. Of course I dismiss these hearings as pablum and rantings of lunatics. But being able to do two things at once, like we are, we can also say Trump didn't move fast enough. Two things are true here. So... I can appreciate that people who are just so ideological, they can't uh, think past uh, whatever it is, uh, talking point they're given, uh, can't follow our conversation and can't appreciate it. But thank goodness we're not them. I'm Tony Katz. So Biden has COVID. We knew this yesterday. The question is, how come it doesn't matter how he got it? Where exactly was the infected? Where was he infected? I, I don't think we know. Um, I certainly don't know if you, if you have any thoughts I, on I, that. Look, I, I don't think that, that matters, right? I think what matters is we prepared for this moment. I think what matters uh, is what Dr. Jha just laid out. Uh, if we look at where we were, were a year and a half ago, this is a president, when he walked in, one of his first priorities was to make sure we had a comprehensive plan to get people vaccinated. Why doesn't it matter? That's the White House press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre. I don't think that matters. Why? Why not? Why doesn't that matter? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What an odd statement. And I'm not the only person who's saying it. How about Jeff Zelensky or, or Zeleny over there at CNN? But how can it not matter where he got it if that is something that... Is involved in contact tracing. This administration is taking it very seriously. How can it not matter? I think what I what I what I was trying to say is what's important now is that he has mild symptoms. 
uh, is that he is working from from the residents on, on behalf of the American people. That's our focus. Look, we knew this was going to happen. As Dr. Jha said, uh, you know, when he was when he joined me at the briefing uh, in the briefing room uh, not too long ago, he said, "This is this is uh, you know, everyone was at some point everyone's going to get COVID. What is important is to make sure that you have you get the treatment uh, that is that we have provided for." Then why did we go through the whole song and dance of contact tracing? That's the question. Everybody had to contact trace. You had to know where everybody was. You had to follow people. You had to have apps. And you weren't allowed privacy. Now all of a sudden it doesn't matter. It's very odd. Something else that's odd, I'm not a doctor, so I am not making a diagnosis. I am, however, asking a question. My official doctoring music producer, Ari. My my doctor music right there. We need my stethoscope and, and some other kind of, maybe some tongue depressors. The headline is from the New York Post. Biden's doctor stops heart meds with COVID treatment despite risks of blood clots. So because he's going to be taking this, this medicine called Paxlovid, to treat COVID. They are taking him off of his heart medications. And that could elevate the risk of blood clots. Um, I'm, I'm only asking the question, doctors, is, is, is that, does that make sense? I mean, I'm sure the White House physician knows what he's doing, right? I, I don't, I, I'm only asking because let's say you have older parents, right? I, I, I have older parents and my father's been on blood thinners for, for a good long time. Um, any, if there's ever a moment where they're taking him off the blood thinners, they, that is a, a massive moment for concern. I mean, we all know it. We know what's going on, everything. So I'm just asking is 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 it the the normal thing to do and let me maybe go the other way with it a lot of people have gotten covid this this ba.5 uh, right can't you just treat it as a cold or a flu without having any special meds ibuprofen acetaminophen i'm only asking what is is, is there a standard of care in this situation i don't know when i heard it, i was like that's based on my own father that sounds awkward Maybe it is. I am not. They are. They they have doctors. I assume they're doing it right. I just. I want. I was curious what other doctors think of it. Are there different ways to view the treatment? I'm Tony Katz. Snap shares are down. Thirty-five percent. Poor earnings report. Not sure how it's going to affect Meta, which is. Facebook, Alphabet, which is Google. I don't know why they change these names. But I got to assume that's TikTok biting into what Snap and Snapchat's doing. But there's got to be room for yet another, right? Because there eventually will be another social media platform. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.